0: Hey everyone, I'm Michael.
1: And I'm Amanda. And
0: this is the Michael and Amanda podcast. We are thrilled that you're giving us a listen. If we provide anything of value to you, we'd love if you rated us five stars on iTunes so that we can reach more people.
1: You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Amanda A. Pittman and he is at Michael J. Pittman.
0: Thanks again and enjoy the show. Today we're going to talk a little bit about expectations and Amanda's going to kick it off.
1: So, starting off, there are we learned that there are three key problems with expectations, and we've experienced these firsthand. Yeah. Um, one key problem is that you can be unaware of expectations you have for your relationship. So, uh, at one point in our relationship, I was kind of upset, and I didn't know why, but I realized... Um, during a conflict that we were having that I wanted Michael to ask me questions um, and that was an expectation I had and I didn't know. Which leads me to the next expectation. Um, if, Even if reasonable, expectations can be unspoken. So, if I knew and I know that it's reasonable for me to say, can you ask me more questions? It makes me feel like you care more. Um, I needed to voice that, and my voicing that is what made us transparent and help us to have a really open and honest and comfortable accommodating relationship. So.
0: Yeah. Another thing, um, the last thing, is that sometimes your expectations can be unreasonable. Unreason- um, as a guy, I'm a visual creature, and so... I didn't realize at the beginning of my relationship that these were my expectations but I was like, Yeah, if you could just like wear your hair like this every day and then do your makeup like this and then always wear heels and then always do all these things like that was like an expectation of mine. But
1: that's not kinda... like yeah.
0: <laughs> But that I mean, that was kind of unreasonable, you know? Like, I'm not gonna be doing all those things like not that I wear heels, but like I wasn't gonna be like doing all those things every day, but to expect that of her um, was kind of unreasonable. Or even, like, the fact that I like straight hair. Amanda has beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous, (laughs) natural, curly hair. They're, like tons of women who pay, like, a lot of money for weaves. That
1: I pay him to say this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they pay, like, money for weaves and stuff that look like her hair. So it's very, very um, valuable to her. And I like straight, I like that her hair like that, but I also like straight hair. But to expect her to straighten her hair and it may cause heat damage, like, all the time. That is an unreasonable expectation if I want her to have a certain level of happiness. and so.
1: So, a better way to manage expectations is to be aware of mm-hmm. what you expect. To be reasonable in what you expect. To be open in what you expect. Right. And to be willing to listen to the Lord. So, we've experienced this firsthand. <clears throat> so, we have a little story to tell you about... we've
0: learned this so we started off uh, we were in our like second week of premarital counseling and we were having a conflict over something i think we just weren't vibing like you know sometimes you just have your significant other and like you just don't feel close to them um and so i um we were there and i could tell something was wrong but i'm a timely type person and so i want to be punctual and in my head i'm thinking like I don't even want to solve this conflict right now because it's going to take probably like 30 minutes when even <clears throat> it wasn't going to take that long. Like, I if I was aware of Amanda's expectations, then it could have been solved really quickly. Um, I knew Amanda's love language was words of affirmation, but I wasn't giving her enough of that. And so I was trying to give her that, but I didn't know that she wanted more. And so I'm just like, what do you want from me? And so it was really, really frustrating.
1: And then in my case, um, I was both being unreasonable and I wasn't being open about what I expected of him. Michael is all about time, like he just said. I know time is huge for him. He hates being late. Um, if I'm in the bathroom too long getting ready for something, he'll, he'll be he'll be like, really kindly, love, you have five minutes left. And I'm like, I know.
0: <laughs> um, Four minutes. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> Two
1: minutes <laughs> but i I didn't voice to him what I was feeling or what i what I expected of him simply because I was being stubborn and because I was afraid to be open in that situation and not get what I expected in return because I knew that he was just thinking about getting there on time um And so, because of this, we were late, and we were both unhappy, Um, and so we kind of had to learn the hard way uh, to listen to the Lord, really. I mean, that's the last point, be willing to listen to the Lord, and um, I recognized how selfish I was being in that moment, and in the long run, it was a learning moment. Looking back, it was a moment where we can say, I know that for next time. You know, I know that I can put my wants, my needs on the shelf for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, and we can talk about it later. Even if it's a day or two. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, it's me dying to my flesh. Knowing that Michael's going to love me and Michael's going to care and we can still talk about it later. But right now, we need to honor each other, um, be on time, and I need to honor His time and, um, yeah, make my expectations clear as well.
0: Yeah, so I think that that's really important, listening to the Lord, um, even for for us guys, just to... In those moments, I mean, it's easy to kind of be in your feelings, you know what I mean? Especially like when you're trying and putting effort out there and you don't feel like you're getting that in return. But in those moments, you just try to take those moments to pray about it. You know what I mean? Just ask God like how can I make her feel valued right now? Like in what ways am I being selfish? Am I in my feelings, you know? Um and that way you can be better equipped to lead your significant other. And so it was funny because that premarital counseling session ended up being on conflict and here we are like mad at each other in our premarital session about conflict and we're like giving each other side-eye, and it was just like... <laughs> and, and then
1: we just started warming up to each other, and...
0: Yeah, I mean, in the long run, it's like, you just have to realize many of these conflicts aren't a big deal. Um, there are things to learn from. I have to think about, like, take time to think about what we even were arguing about at that time. So, mm-hmm. you know, just keep the eternal perspective in mind. I think Amanda has, you have that those three points you wanted to finish off with?
1: Absolutely. One thing to keep in mind when you're going to marry someone, which we learned in Merge, is that, well, four things. One, you'll be conducting your marriage in a fallen world. Two, you're a sinner who's marrying a sinner. I mean, if you're in a relationship, you recognize that already.
0: Amanda's beautiful. She actually doesn't sin, but I have have enough sin for the both of us. (laughs)
1: He's winning points. All right, three, there are some expectations you need to die to. We've both learned that. And four, my favorite, God is faithful in the midst of it all.
0: Yeah, I mean, God's so faithful. He's so good. And, I mean, he's even given us the opportunity to minister to you guys and to help out literally hundreds of thousands of people. And so we love you. We thank you guys so much.